some of the greatest minds have thought outside the box. And there is a theory that um, many of these people had autism or were on the spectrum. Just to give an example of a few, Charles Darwin, Albert Einstein, Amadeus Mozart, Lewis Carroll, Temple Grandin. We know that she has uh, Asperger's, I believe. And uh, Alan Chris is joining us right now. He's the CEO of a really interesting company. They're called Specialisterna. And he, they started in Denmark, I believe, and they uh, now have a Canadian branch. And I was fascinated, uh, Alan, welcome to the show. I was fascinated when I read this CBC article about what your company does. Maybe you could help us out a little and uh, give us a, a little a quick uh, blurb about what your company's uh, goal is. Sure. Uh, nice to be here. Thanks very much. Uh, Specialist Turner is an organization that, yeah, you're right, it started in Denmark in 2004. And really, our objective is to uh, is to help to build an employment market for individuals who are on the autism spectrum. So what we do is we work with businesses and we help them to tap into that talent pool. And this talent pool, it can be I, I you know, I have a nephew with Asperger's and he is incredible with numbers. And uh, and I believe, you know, uh, people with, uh, you know, on the autism spectrum sometimes see things that the rest of us can't see. So these could be uh, incredibly advantageous to have as part of your workforce, correct? Uh, for sure, it, it may be that that uh, that those people have some unique skill that, that that others don't have, but it may also be that just that they have studied and are interested in something and and are just looking for work just like anybody else. Um, the challenges that they face in in accessing employment, or the way we sometimes look at it is to turn around the challenges that employers have is in figuring out who might be a good fit, and they often pass over those people who who are the best fit for jobs. And the main reason, uh, or one of the main reasons you cite, is the interview. It's a huge barrier. I mean, there are a lot of people that are not on the spectrum that have a hard time in an interview mm-hmm. se- uh, situation. So essentially, how do you get past that? Yeah, you you nailed it. Uh, I think that the studies show that interviews most most uh, managers when they're hiring people haven't really been trained on how to do a good interview. Uh, and, and so most interviews have been shown to not do a great job of assessing fit anyway. So the approach that we take is, is pretty different from that. And we know that for this population, uh, oftentimes the interview is a real barrier. So we, uh, we just spend a day getting to know people uh, and we work on some work-like projects with them. So we sort of substitute um, some projects and, and we get together with them in groups whoever it is that we're recruiting for any jobs, and we just get a chance to get to know them and see how they work. So it's more of an observational approach to assessing fit rather than rather than asking people to tell us how they do work. We get to see how they do work. And can you give me an example of something you would ask them to do? Uh, well, yeah. A mo- a, one of the common things that we do is we work with, uh, with some uh, robots. So we ask, we, 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 we sit down and instead of asking people to tell us about themselves and, and put them on the spot. Instead, what we do is we just, we, we're patient. So we just take some time. Everybody's nervous. And so we just say, okay, we've got these robots that we'd like you to build. And, and then we get to see how people follow instructions and, and what they do when they get stuck. And, and, you know, depending on if that's important, we get to see things like motor skills. And, and then later on, we get to see them make those robots do something. So the something might be uh, starting out, go from point A to point B, and then, go around the square, make a figure eight, uh, and the, the, uh, we get to see how they problem solve. Do they, do they use trial and error? Do they use an analytic approach? Do they catalog what they do? Or are they just, uh, are they just um, do, do they get stuck? When they get stuck, who do they talk to? How do they talk to people? And the key thing is that, that, that after a few minutes or, or an hour or two hours, people are pretty comfortable. And it, you can't get to that in an interview, that, that zone where people are comfortable and just being more themselves.
How many people do you, have you placed within uh, businesses in Canada? So in Canada, we're we're approaching a uh, hundred now. We're around eighty, but we have some in the works. So yeah, by the end of the year, we should around, be around a hundred people. And what kind of jobs have you placed them in? All kinds of different jobs. So while it sounds like you know with the robot thing, it sounds like we're we're kind of techy, and our, and our roots we're in we're in technology. Uh, we've placed people into uh, jobs in financial services. Uh, into right now, we're placing some people into some pharmacy jobs. Uh, administrative jobs, marketing jobs. It's interesting because that stereotype of IT is out there, but if you actually look at people who have identified themselves to accessibility departments in uh, in universities and post-secondary institutions, there are more people in the arts and humanities than in, mm. than in science, technology, and so on. Wow, that's shocking. What kind of feedback are you getting from uh, the businesses where you've, you've placed people? Well, I'm really happy to say that... that uh, things like retention rates, which are really important to employers, are really high in our program. So, so our program is evaluated by a third party, and uh, so we what we have are retention rates that are uh, in the neighborhood of, of 89 to 90 percent, which means that after a year, people are still employed, and those are pretty high for any type of recruitment process. And then, in terms of things like productivity, our people. Uh, our, the people who we place are, are largely doing as well or better than their peers. And we, we attribute that as much to, uh, to the process that we go through as we do to, and, it, and it's all about to fit, right? So we're, what we're really maniacally focused on is making sure that, that the people who are coming in are ones who are motivated and interested and capable in the jobs that they go into. I know uh, it's frustrating for people, uh, you know, anybody to find a job and find the right fit. So if somebody's listening right now and they want to get in touch with you, uh, whether they they are a business that's uh, looking to recruit people or whether it's somebody that is on the spectrum that, you know, really does have a problem getting past the interview and and really wants to uh, pursue a career. How would they get in touch with you? Yeah, so, so the best place to go is our website, which is uh, which is specialsterna.ca. Uh, and uh, just, I'll just let it, let anybody and everybody know that that for us, the approach that we take is that we work with employers, and then and we 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 look at the jobs that employers have that we could fill, and then we go out into the market just like any recruitment organization would, and look for people. You're a headhunter. So, yeah, basically, except that we come with lots of benefits. So right. we we provide education to employers. We help with the onboarding process. Um, we put structure in place where there usually isn't structure, and that helps people to get comfortable in that environment and to and to ramp into their employment in a more productive way. And we provide support to new employees and to their managers and peers uh, when they get in there. So starting on our website, you can get in touch with us if you're an employer, and you can, you can let us know about yourself if you're uh, someone who's looking for work. We're always looking for more people because, you know, the more people we're aware of, the more chance we have of filling those jobs and continuing to build this. Alan, I think it's fascinating stuff that you're doing, and I really appreciate you uh, giving us a little bit of your time today on the show. I really appreciate your interest. Thanks so much. Thanks so much. Alan Chris is a CEO of Specialist Sterna Canada, and we'll uh, tweet out some particulars at Kelly Cotrera a little bit later on.